genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering mall rats one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 102, which is quite possibly the greatest family feud minute of all time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And I'm Tierney Steele. Welcome back, Tierney. It's the last day of the week. I'm sure everything will be fine and no weird subjects will get brought up today. <laughs> um, dude, there's a Richard Dawson reference to this. <laughs> I was, I was just no. going to say I'm Richard Dawson, but I thought I'd have to walk around and kiss everybody, so I didn't do it. Yeah. You're not kissing me anymore. I mean, I've had a lovely week here with you guys, but that would feel kind of uh, It's awkward. going a little too far. Let's go. Yeah. I, need and not to, even... I need to do at least nine holes of golf with you before that. Yeah. Or maybe an operetta. Just maybe. <laughs> do, you, do you dodge when Richard Dawson comes around? Because I don't understand why all them women let him kiss them. And those were not like pecks on the cheek. He was full no. on the mouth. Oh, he might as well have been French in these women. All right. But we're not there yet. We're, we're going to start with <laughs> yeah, an homage yeah, yeah. and we're going to end with homophobia. So we're going to really stretch our legs Emotional this minute. Coaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Here's your moment to shine. The beginning of this minute when he grabs a hold of Roddy and says, what the fuck's going on up there? Yeah. Um, what movie is that referencing? <laughs> no shine. <laughs> uh, nothing. You got nothing? Nothing. All right. How about tyranny? Anybody? No. I'm in a dead. No. Oh, good. When you just said it, the way you said it, like. All right. So he says it like, what the fuck's going on down there? Yeah. Uh, The way way it's said in the other movies is, what the fuck's going on up there? Um, Let's see. Um, How can I lead you guys to. I can picture my dad yelling at me and be like, what do you do? Like. Um, How do I want to. I don't want to just tell you. It, It happens. It's not indoors. It's outdoors. It's at a parade. Animal House? Yes. No. Yes! <laughs> it's Dean Wormer's the one that says it. He grabs a hold of Marmalade and goes, what the fuck's going on up there? <laughs> um, but it's the same type of thing. He grabs the guy out of frame and pulls him into frame. It's the, the exact same shot from yeah. the other side. Yeah. Um, so, we've already decided that Animal House is clearly some sort of weird sequel to MASH Minute and therefore falls within our mandate. <laughs> oh. oh, really? Oh, is that where everybody went after MASH? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, instead of after mash, we'll do that after mash. <laughs> oh, oh um, I'm sure everybody went home well adjusted from Korea. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries there. Um, yeah, I th- my first note for this movie is you guys have all the swear words and all the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's a and I would say of all his movies, well at least compared to Clerks, uh, I think the swears per minute are probably less in this movie. Oh yeah. Definitely less. Well, if you add up the, the movie store, I mean, they, it gets beat quickly. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the movie store from Clark's where they just yeah, – it's like yeah. 90 porno titles in like yeah. a minute. Yeah. Okay, but I think this is a good movie for an actor because they're like, listen, there's no uh, no restraints. Just say whatever you want. I mean, as long as you're not going to pull an X rating, right. we're good. It's so funny. It's been so long. We're going minute by minute with this that I couldn't remember why Scotty Moser had a b- bloody nose. <laughs> that's only been like a week <laughs> it's not like it was six months ago I'm like why is his then I remembered uh, Brody you know hit him yeah Brody punched him out <laughs> Yeah, got him on the old straight right <laughs> so he tells the fours go tell the fours to call the cops yeah. and bring the whole police department <laughs> seems like overkill <laughs> I do like he says I was overpowered <laughs> <laughs> well I, I think his correct word he's looking for is he was sucker punched yeah because that's what really happened it was right after he gave his big tombstone speech, too. 
<laughs> you know, see, it, that's what ha- that's what I'll happens in real life, kids. So I don't know the difference between those two things. Oh no! See the tombstone from the movie Tombstone. Yeah. Not like the tombstone pile driver that the Undertaker no, would get no, people. No, no, but when you were saying, oh, technically it was sucker punched, I'm like, I bet that does mean something. Well, sucker punch is just you're not looking at me and I punch you in the face. Yeah, it's a sneak okay. punch. That's yeah. Okay. At some point in your life, at least as a guy growing up, at some point you will probably both give one and receive one. Yeah. And uh, it's better to give them. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Receiving them kind of sucks. <laughs> Happened a lot in my old neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because... Uh, you grew up in Kensington, and that's the type of thing that happens there. It's <laughs> a lot Kensington, of sucker punching. Kensington's like the third level of hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Philly, and not the good part. <laughs> not the place where you go to see the Liberty Bell. <laughs> I'm not even sure where the good part is in Philly anymore. I hate to say I just but. said. Yeah. Where you, <laughs> where you see the Liberty Bell, that's it. Just that little square there where you see the yeah, Liberty Bell? Yeah, just like, just like <laughs> right there in the middle, like uh, Old City. What's the square? <laughs> let's, let's like not Rittenhouse? Like, yeah, Rittenhouse Square? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not Sorry, offend an entire my, my city. My sister went to Drexel, so I'm trying to remember. That's definitely not I the good area. <laughs> yeah. I only ever visited for like her graduation ceremony and going down there. Um, yeah, where Drexel is is not great. Okay. Actually, maybe Drexel's not that bad. Maybe I'm thinking of a uh, temple. Well, last year they started calling oh, the entire city Philadelphia. So. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. it is near Get Camden, and so there's a lot yeah. of riffraff. <laughs> ah, it'll turn around. Um, speaking of disappointment, bro- the my note is that Brody when Dante Gill describes himself as a jackhammer is me every day for the past like three years, <laughs> checking like Twitter news in the morning, <laughs> like the whole sequence of just like eye rolling and head back. <laughs> Got to deal with this fucking thing now in my life. <laughs> it's it's as bad as what he says is how he's saying it. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> He, he's just like, I'm in there with some pressure. Afterward, you're not the same. It's, I mean, if anybody said that to you, I don't care if you were in the throes of lovemaking and it's been great and it's magical and there's fireworks. If somebody said that shit to you, you'd be like, whoa, wait, what? No. Get out of Get out. Right <laughs> that, that's why Brody, Brody's, where do you come up with this shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, really well. it's so satisfying. <laughs> yes, perfect. Thank you, Brody. Again, thank you. Yeah, because it's not um, like, it's not clever. It's not sexy. It's not dirty. It's not anything. It's just creepy as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like listening to a serial killer talk to you about like <laughs> their plans for the evening. Like, well, I was going to go home and make her something to eat and then maybe slice her head off. Like, Whoa, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> that, that took a turn. Yeah. Oh, it's possible I'm listening to too many serial killer podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you did mention serial killer awful, awful lot this week. Listen, as soon as he read off what his date was going to be, I'm like, yeah. this sounds like if you heard... Like whoever you heard John Wayne Gacy give you this as like his yeah. date night, you'd be like, I could see that. Yeah. Also, he's I like, have a pause on Gil right now, and he's got serial killer hair going on too. It's that's, really bad. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. His whole whole aura. can of Aquanet. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those people. Uh, Chris, you know, we've worked with a couple of them. There's some people where if if they found out they had 13 bodies in their basement, you wouldn't be like, Wow, I'm no. shocked. You'd be like, Yeah, I get it. Right. No. You're not yeah, on the see. news. You're not on the news saying, "Oh, he was a nice guy." No, no, no. You're like, "Yeah, we thought maybe he had them bodies in his basement." <laughs> see, yeah, my but- aunt I'm really close with is a um, psychological nurse and social worker at a hospital in Queens, so nothing surprises me. <laughs> you get some good stories, don't you? Oh yeah. Well, that's like uh, <laughs> she like doesn't violate I- HIPAA. They're always anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like when I grew up, my mom worked at the ER in Camden. 
Nice. Oh. So we had some interesting <laughs> over dinner talks. Yeah. I'm so I, th- I told us it wasn't that long ago when I told the story about sitting in the emergency room when I saw the guy come in with a butcher's knife in his chest. Yeah. Mm. And like I was I wasn't a kid, I was seventeen or whatever, but like that's still an experience. That's that's still a lot. Yeah. And as I said on that show, he lived. <laughs> <laughs> that's quality medicine right there. Yep. yep. All right, so we find out this minute. But I never saw anything that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, it's right. one of those, like, I wish that was the worst I'd seen at this point. Yeah. All right. So Sorry, Jason, what did we find out this time? Jason Lee, uh, he says that he saw Gil kissing somebody backstage. <laughs> but it's funny. I don't remember seeing that. No. <laughs> no. We, we were backstage with Gil. <laughs> I, I, when would he have kissed a guy that we – which makes me sad because does that mean that – I mean, he – Brody says it's to set up Gil – to oh, yeah. look bad in front of Brandy. Like, Bro- I get yeah. that he's, Brody sets like, up a trap uh, and this moron walks right into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> see, if you're, you got to see this trap coming. As soon as he lays this trap for you, you got to like, the way, you got to get out of it right away. Like, you could say something right up front and be like, even if he says, like, saw you kissing a guy, be like, well, what do you care? It wasn't your guy. I mean, anything. Just to, you got to <laughs> right. roll with it. Jealous. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you want one? Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like that Art James tried to step in there for a second and tried to take over the show, and he just gets shit on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, look, if you're wearing that tux, you're just asking for it. I hate uh, to victim blame, but don't, yeah. Don't. Jim O'Kane had one of those tuxes, just so you know. <laughs> he told us last week he had that tux. <laughs> Here's what I'll, I'll defend Jim, though. He was not wearing it in 1995. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, he was wearing I mean, it in the right difference. era. Yeah. That makes a difference. Yeah, a lot of times when you're wearing things can be just as important. We, we were shitting on it too, and yeah. then Jim's like, I had that same tux. <laughs> no, but see, that's charming because he wasn't on television in the 90s. Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he tells him, Rich Dawson, go back till it's time to play the feud, which is an awesome put down for a game show host. <laughs> yes. yes. So good. And the way he just tosses it off so quickly that like he didn't even have to think about making it up. I love it. Yeah, and um, he looks... He looks very chagrined when it cuts back to him. I'm just like, yeah. I, I don't know what to I do. I felt a little yeah. bit bad. You got me. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's still trying to smile because he knows he's on TV. And he's just like, mm-hmm. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say now, if you were going to make this game, like you were going to make Mall Rats today, who would you have as your host? Like, do you, do you wheel uh, Trebek out there? Do you have a... Uh, is, is Steve Harvey your guy? Thank God for saying Trebek because I was like, I haven't watched new television yeah, that I'm, wasn't like a Netflix special. <laughs> I can't even think of a Cleveland Rocks guy either. What's his name? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. <laughs> no, I mean, I, it had or Pat Sajak. It'd have to be somebody that was a game show host for 30 years. It's got to be somebody that's doing it for a long time. I don't now. know. I did watch Joker's Wild not too long ago with Snoop Dogg and it was awesome. <laughs> I, have to, I have to say, I have to give Snoop Dogg props. It was really good. <laughs> it was amazing. I watched a match game with Alec Baldwin. That's the one I watched. Because I used to love the match game, but I realized it's not fun anymore if it's not the celebrities getting shit faced. Well, also now people that are celebrities, I don't even know who the hell they are half the time. Yeah. Yeah. You knew who they were on Match Game in 1975? Well, only because I grew up watching Match Game, so they were people from Match Game to me. But I I only knew them from Yeah, they were from Match Game. I knew who the fuck they were in before that. I knew who the fuck Brett Summers was. I still don't know who Brett Summers was. (laughs) All I know is she was an old lady who was drunk. That's all I know. Like was, you, you watch like Hollywood Squares, like the original one. You're like, there's nine celebrities. You can like, I know who three of these people are. That was Brett Summers, right? That old lady who seemed like she was drunk all the time. Was that all? Well, I'm of them? thinking of Summers, <laughs> what's true. her name, who was the Olympian and then on Nickelodeon. So I've completely jumped generations. <laughs> I thought Brett Summers was the one that was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know which one I'm talking about. I thought she was the one that was like, guys, like are the, we drunk? 
Yeah, I don't I, remember getting drunk or stoned. Yeah, she was like, like the old really lady. Feels like it. Like that's I'm what I thought she was. Trying to remember old, <laughs> old. Uh, if it was Prices Right and I was sitting in a college cafeteria, I would just be like, I must be stoned and just not know it. Like <laughs> who, that's the only explanation. <laughs> who was the very flamboyant guy, Jeff? I can't remember his name either. Well, now I got Paul Lynn, but he was on um, what's it called? He was on a uh, Hollywood Square. He was the center square. I know who you're talking about, though. Um, uh, Isn't the he, he had no three Al names. From Home Improvement. Yeah, he, he had three on... names. Ugh. I cannot believe I can't come up with this guy's name. It's really pissing me off, too. He I would have, like, the big giant collars. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, I never, that guy, I, I would ask what he's from, and nobody knew. He was famous for being on the show. I yeah, mean, that's, that's pretty much at it. At some point, that's what it became. Okay. Charles I'm Nelson Riley. That's Charles what it Nelson is. Charles Nelson Riley. That's what it is. I'm not crazy. Al from Home Improvement did go on and become a game show person, right? Yes, he was on Family oh, Feud. Thank God. Yeah, oh, thank he was God. on Family okay. Feud. He okay. did Family Feud. Uh, the guy that was on Seinfeld for a little while as Elaine's boss, he did it for a little while. Um, the guy yeah. he was on, he had. I just he spoke it. like this, like "Hello, Elaine. It's good to see you." Like that guy <laughs> I, with the white hair. Yeah. I thought nothing of Family Feud, and then when I was actually in, because like I said, we were Prices Right people. Um, <laughs> that was just what was always on the TV in the cafeteria. Um, but when I was in library school, I had to take a class on evaluation, and that's where you learn. Actually, it was really useful. I learned how to read like an academic journal uh, article and all these different how to evaluate programs and all these different things. But what was great was the day that our teacher almost had a meltdown about how badly the family feud surveys are conducted. She's like, who are these hundred people? These hundred people, hundred people is a small sample size. When is this done? How do and she was like, all I want in my life is to see the data behind this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> now when they went home, like did did they have a did she had a pin board somewhere with like red strings going all over the place? I, so. <laughs> I can yeah. see the conspiracy. And then and then when the family guy joke where it's like I was in the survey where he win uh, Peter wins with this outrageous answer because he Oh he gets one where he won. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I could think of. I was like she was right. Professor Parmy was right this whole time. <laughs> well, as I swung by the match game Wikipedia real quick, some people that appeared on the match game included some luminaries as Gary Berghoff and McLean Stevenson from a little sh- show called MASH. <laughs> Doing my dance, but you can't see it. <laughs> I never saw McLean Stevenson on there. I did see Gary Berghoff on there. Okay. You know, making sure not to put his hand up where anybody could see it. Um, yeah, I... I have felt very confused and conflicted about Richard Dawson over the years because it's such a joke that he always kisses all the girls. Yeah. And then it was creepy. And then it went back into like charmingly creepy because it's like, well, it was of the time. It was a different time. He was a different person. Yeah, but what about it's back to creepy? I was going to say, he's an old man. So I don't know now. Like, as it got yeah, worse. But, but it's like, it's one of those, do you like, do you forgive him? Because like, he kissed every woman. Right. Like, he didn't give a shit. He was just like, I don't care. It wasn't like he only kissed the pretty ladies or whoever no. he thought was attractive. Yeah, or no, he, he went ki- right through them. He didn't give a damn. He was no. like, you're grandma. female. I am on board. Yep. He was kissing grandma. He was kissing the sisters. He didn't yeah. care. And people wonder why VD was so much more common. <laughs> <laughs> he was British. Can they even get VD? I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I have some really bad news for you, but we can talk off mic if you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll have a consultation later. 
do we want to get to the boo homophobia of the 90s portion of your movie? <laughs> yeah. But this is the kind of homophobia that I thought was prevalent in the 90s when the only reason homophobia was ever brought up was just to break somebody's balls about it. Yeah. Mm. That's how it was used. Like right here, he baits him into a trap and the guy moronically walks right into it and says, it's his own res- – it's his response that makes it a problem because he's like – some dude backstage, he's like, I'm not gay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what is that? I think Doth protects too much. <laughs> now I wonder if there was a guy backstage before yeah. we seek it. What was Gil? Yeah. That it's not like beat down. if somebody just came up to you and was like, hey, I saw you kissing whoever. I saw you kissing Bob over there. You'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, are you like, nuts? No. Uh, you would be like, oh my God, no. I would, I would never do that with Bob. Like, if you had that reaction, I'd be like, oh, okay. Whoa. So you were so obviously, you, you were either, you either did it or were thinking about it. <laughs> Don't forget there were two men passed out back there. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> well, they were at least semi-conscious. They were still trying to eat munchies. Yeah, true. Although I will say this, he says this guy's a homophobe. This is 1995. I don't know that the word homophobe was being, being thrown around that much back Not then. Not that much. I love that we're in a minute where the word homophobe came up, and I used flamboyant trying to uh, describe uh, not Charles Nelson Riley. That makes me laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's so how they described him back then, because yeah, for God's sake, mm. you couldn't yeah. say gay back then. No, yeah, he was flamboyant. <laughs> he was eccentric. Okay, I don't feel so bad now then. <laughs> oh, I just rewatched Party Girl. The Parker Posey movie, and um, the word faggot is used so many times. Yeah, we had it in Clerks. Yeah. But it's okay because she's saying it to her friend who deep down she loves, and she just wants him to be happy. That's why she's telling him not to be such a faggot. Yeah. And it's we like, ha- ah, stop talking. <laughs> we definitely that- had that word in Clerks. Uh-huh. But um, there's also a corn song where he screams the word faggot over and over again, too, so you know. Yeah, it's and we're going to have more of it. Like, Chasing Amy is not litter with that, but, like, all of the yeah. deep yeah. Uh, sexual issues that go with that movie and it being 20 years old. And Chasing Amy felt like the most progressive thing you'd ever seen. You know, I'll tell you what's scary is, compared to some of the stuff I still watch, it's still more progressive than some oh, yeah. of the stuff oh, I yeah. watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of the examples. Yeah. <laughs> As as Kevin said, he was like, I was a white heterosexual new, uh, uh, director from New Jersey who handled that as a topic. He's like, I think I was ahead of the curve. Yeah, he had some balls doing that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he did what any of us would have done, even though it's not. It doesn't. He. I'll, we'll bring it up on chasing Amy. He basically went and asked people that were lesbians and bisexuals. He would run the script by them, but then you're doing the okay, well. Does that one lesbian or whoever read that, do they speak for everybody? Right. That's what you always run into. Yeah. This is the same thing whenever you have – whenever you write for somebody that's not you. Yeah. Like if I'm a white male, it's, if I'm writing for a female or if somebody that's black, I, I don't know everything about – or even somebody that doesn't live where you do. Like I don't know what somebody from the deep south childhood was like growing up. Somebody that grew up on the bayou? How the hell do I know any oh, of that? Oh, God. I, I put up – I forget which listener group. Maybe it was just the Minute Makers. I tossed out there. I was like – one of my characters has been living in New Jersey and goes to school in Indiana, so what should she miss? Like, what food should she miss from New Jersey? Oh, right. <laughs> Pork roll. Um. Pork roll. We said it at the same time. <laughs> that was adorable. Good moment, you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, now that we brought a pork roll, we, we can get away from the... the- yeah. Well, you mentioned Kevin Smith, and uh, I realized I, I'm, like, glancing over my notes, and I'm like, Jason Lee, and then I've just got, like, a bunch of hearts drawn. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize till I was double-checking. And again, you always check to make sure, like, is this horribly problematic before I say something? Like, 
to the internet for all time. Um, he, I didn't realize he's Harley's godfather, Kevin yes. Smith's daughter. I mean, I knew like I, I, I mean, I knew Jason Lee was in a bunch of Kevin Smith movies. I knew they were tight, but I just, I totally missed that bit of trivia. Yeah. Well, that's all right. We totally missed that earlier in the movie. There's a girl that comes up to him who like kind of hits on him in the parking lot. It's not in the original. It's not in the theatrical cut. It's only in this one. And uh, we were like, who is this girl? We don't know who it is. Yeah, it was his, it was his girlfriend. Right. And eventually his wife. wife, Yes. Yeah. We're morons. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thanks to Steve Rogers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like writing in quicker stop. Like, hey, dummies. Yeah. (laughs) Captain America. (laughs) He's He's better than Captain America. He's our unofficial field correspondent just so how you know. sick is he <laughs> yeah he probably doesn't like that at yeah. all this steve rogers has done stuff for me he's actually went out and talked to people yeah like captain america hasn't done shit for me <laughs> yeah he's captain america tom taylor plays basketball we all know <laughs> all right uh does anybody have anything for this minute particular uh nope all right. Just a bunch of boos and yays. No, the All word right. hate monger gets As cut off, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never use hate monger. I do use hate tank sometimes. Yeah, yeah hate tank. Um, so, Tierney, this is your uh, last day with us. Do you have any thoughts of this minute, this movie, Kevin Smith in general, you'd like to get off your chest? Wow. Um, it's been very interesting being a girl in my generation and the generations around it. Um, growing up with these Kevin Smith movies, uh, Dogma was the first R movie I saw in theaters. I literally snuck it. Like we did the buy tickets for another show and then sneak in thing. Nice. Um, and you know, I grew up watching Mallrats and Chasing Amy. I Chasing Amy still is one of my favorite lines of all time. I mean, it's just they're just so part of. It, it's funny, Kevin Smith movies are full of cultural references. They are part of the lexicon, and now those references are the lexicon the 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 culture um and especially doing movies by minutes podcasts it just this is how you talk you talk in those quotes i wrote a screenplay about being in high school and half of it is indiana jones and matrix quotes because that's what you said to your friends in 1999 and And every year since then yeah exactly and and now my friends are my friends because of that so it's just having to face the less savory aspects of it is very weird. You, you get why people feel so defensive of these movies where it's like, well, this movie meant so much to me. How can you be attacking it for being homophobic or whatever it is in this day or sexist in this day and age? It's just like, well, you want to see people's points. You don't want to think you're close minded. But at the same time, it's just like, I can't. Uh, no, uh, oh, perfect example. I have Bill Cosby's himself memorized. Oh, me too. I'm not giving oh, yeah. money to Bill Cosby, but I can't unmemorize that entire thing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I saw Bill Cosby live. It's uh, <laughs> and only I like just, only like two years before. <laughs> wow. And it you was a great I, show. <laughs> I had friends who had tickets and were just like, "We're not going. It's just too off." Like, because it was right when everything broke. Um, but it's it's one of those things where it's just like this is part of me. I can't help it. Like it's there. Some of it, and and it's the same thing. Doing the Mash movie and loving the movie Animal House, and it's just like, ooh, not a good look, guys. <laughs> but I still love it. That's it. So I'm waiting. So. I'm waiting for someone to do Revenge of the Nerds minute because that's the one I want to see yeah. someone try to. Let's see. Uh, you try to walk that one back. <laughs> maneuver around that one. Yeah. It's real rough, and I and I love Revenge of the Nerds. That was it's a great movie, movies. but it's. I, what I said is oh it, my has, God. it has. It has. Guys an, have used the line on 
and me. You know, the all nerds think about is sex all, or all, all jocks think about is sex all, or, oh my God, I can't even say it because I'm so <laughs> embarrassed that, like, it worked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and but, it's now given as one of the examples of yeah. rape. And it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, um, rape by deception. Yeah. It's, so I'm really glad that, like, these movies are getting talked about and you can have fun with them and also be like, this line, not so great. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, or, I haven't, I haven't come across too many yeah. aspect problematic. <laughs> I haven't come across too many movies by minutes, but yeah, if you're totally beholden to your movie and like you can't even see the flaws, I can't listen to your show. Right? Yeah, like so, you got to stare at it for what it is. Like, also <laughs> keep in the context of like you can say just like they say over on a like a Mogwai minute or whatever. So like, oh, it's the '80s. Like you can get away with that to a certain extent, or it's yeah. the '90s. But you got to make sure was it okay even in the '90s? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's I something... mean, I'm doing a movie made in ni- in 1969. It came out in 1970, and it's set in the 50s. Yeah, it's a little misogynistic. Like, <laughs> Listen, I got news because... for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll talk to you about MASH. Like, uh, I'll tell you yeah. how much has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of nice, but to also be able to sit back and bask and be like, all right, Purdy's an ass, but we love him. Some of us wanted to be him. Some of us wanted to do him. All of us now can look back and say, mm, not, not me. No, no. <laughs> Maybe at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. When, Wait till the next movie. When... as a person and emotionally. Uh, yeah, he's worse than the next movie, available. I think so. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's much worse than the next movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I keep pushing you guys on to the next movie and I'm sorry. But <laughs> yeah, I think for Mallrats in general... I've been really heartwarmed that it is still embraced. And um, a shout out for a non-Movies by Minutes podcast, Still Buffering, which is uh, Sydney McElroy, Justin McElroy's wife, and her two sisters. One of her sisters is significantly younger than them. There's a 15-year age gap. It might even be a little bit more than that. But um, they had her sit down and watch Mallrats for the first time and did, oh. a pod- and did an episode about it. And it was so fascinating to hear... You know, she was still, I think she was a senior in high school at the time. And she's just like, how do they find each other? No one has a cell phone. Like, <laughs> and, and like her sister's trying to explain, like, you had to meet up and and tell people where you would be when <laughs> if you wanted to see them at the mall. <laughs> um, so that was, but, but she liked it. Like, she thought it was a good movie. And it was just like, yes. I, I think it would – I mean there's always going to be problematic parts, parts people don't like, characters people don't like. Yeah. But I, I think it's not it's not as good as – but it's not unlike Animal House where I think you could still watch it even for all the problems in it and be like, OK, it had these problems, but it's still a funny-ass movie. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to put you guys on the spot because I was putting myself on the spot except I don't have an answer for it yet and I know you're trying to wrap up. <laughs> I had to ask myself watching this movie – would I have said yes if someone proposed when Jaws dropped out of the water? And I really don't know the answer to that question. Oh, my answer is yes. I would have to say yes. <laughs> Speaking as a person, and I believe Jeff did the same thing, who went to Disney World on their honeymoon, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, because I was going to say, I was like, would you have, you know. But here's the difference. Would I have proposed to my wife in front of Jaws? No. <laughs> because she would not have gotten that. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of what movie or she's just not as into pop culture as much as I am. Um, maybe like a Muppets thing. Maybe I could have got away with it. Muppets. I probably could have got away with too. I yeah. don't think she would have knew any knew what I was. If it was a reference to Mallrats, she would have had no idea. Maybe like 
maybe maybe some of the superhero stuff, but like, no, nah, she doesn't like, give a shit about Star Wars or any of that stuff. So sometimes yeah, you go a little a little too far geek too. She'd be like, I'm not marrying this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, there can, like I said, you can get away with this kind of stuff, pr- proposing places and getting dressed up, as long as everybody's on the same wavelength. Yeah, you're only an asshole if you are forcing the other person to do it. Like, no, no, we're having yeah. the Star Wars themed wedding. Right. That, yeah. You're not having the Star Wars theme wedding if your wife isn't a Star Wars fan. Sorry, yeah. it's not happening. There will be no or if, yeah, or if you tell her she's going to dress up like Princess Leia and she says who? Yeah, like yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. I think this white dress is the most flattering. Um, <laughs> Wait till you yeah. get to see what you have to wear at the honeymoon. <laughs> Are you talking slave Leia? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I don't know because I, – and I wonder how many people now have proposed. Although, didn't they It's closed. The it's gone now. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's completely yeah. gone. But so many people must have. Oh, I mean how could you not do it? Even if you didn't do it. Like even if you – even if I was married, I might try to make her do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> She'd probably say no. I'd probably have to grab somebody – like just grab some random lady from the park. Like excuse me. You, you don't speak sh- English. Can you just stand there for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> Or just have one of my guy friends stand there. What do I care? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone will clap for you. Everyone will clap for you when he says yes. <laughs> Thank you. We're very brave. <laughs> All right. So, Tierney, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me talking way too much about Jaws and other pop culture references. Um, actually, the best place to look me up is on Twitter. I'm... And Instagram, I'm one steel sister, O-N-E-S-T-E-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R. And that, my um, profile, at least on Twitter, I probably should fix Instagram, has links to the different podcasts I've done. And um, if I guessed, I usually retweet it in there. So that's kind of a good catch-all spot. <laughs> oh, it's a waiting game now. How are you going to wait me out? I, I don't know how I'm going to... When I um, He's waiting for Jaws to pop out of the water. When I truncate the silence, it's going to make it sound really stupid that I'm sitting here waiting because it's going gonna, it's gonna to cut the silence right out of it. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. We're on there with a bunch of other podcasts like Rocky Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute, Back to the Future Minute. Uh, if you want to throw us a couple bucks, you can go to our T Public site. We have about six or seven designs up there. You have to uh, go through the Burbs Minute, though. Not our, not Jay and Bob because their uh, search engine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Their search engine, you you can't find anything. Yeah, on it. It's, yeah, it's real bad. You got anything else there, Jeff? Uh, no. If you need more of me, you can listen to me on Slycast, where we allegedly do each uh, Sylvester Stallone movie one at a time. Yeah, right. Uh, we're averaging like two a year <laughs> at this point. The <laughs> uh, last one I think we finished was Judge Dredd. The ones that are popping up in my feed aren't even. I know they're not even me. It's, yeah. it's, it's other doofuses on there. It's uh, Ryan and Doug and Craig. Yeah, yeah, three amigos. Um, I think that's about it. You so, pseudo number one, two, and three. Yeah, they're they're all number twos. <laughs> they're all jackhammers. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna throw up now. I need a little bag with plastic in it. All right. Last question. What the fuck is going on up there? What, like fucking? <laughs> you can feel like you're on MASH. There's wounded coming in. <laughs> I'm not stopping this until you guys stop because I want all this stuff for after the music. <laughs> <laughs> Choppers. <laughs> Are you doing Apocalypse Now? 
Or, choppers, <laughs> yeah. Duh. We switched movies. You went from Mass to Apocalypse Now. Those are different choppers. Those are shooty shoot choppers. This is gold. Yeah, but Altman wanted to be in Vietnam, so it all works out. Oh, uh, something I learned in the Burbs, not of New Jersey, but very nearby, also bridge and tunnel trash. If you have a car with a sunroof, roll up all your windows, open your sunroof, put on Ride of the Valkyries, and get it up to at least six on, on a straightaway road, it will sound like you are in a helicopter. Oh, that is... That is terrible. 